Welcome to Life Mastery for Women. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. I've been studying mind mastery and emotional management and energy work and its connection to spirituality for over 25 years. And in this podcast, I help guide you out of your daily struggles in life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Life is hard, but your daily growth doesn't have to be. Join me three times a week as I lead you inward on a healing, connecting, and creating journey. Let's go get that nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you becoming the real you. If you're not becoming the real you, then it is my intention and Today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. If you've been listening to my podcast, I've told you many stories of my early childhood and and adolescence and college years of how I went through some difficult times, not really liking myself all that much. I was, um, well, I started out when I was younger, I did. I was my own best friend. I was... um, first of all, my own best friend. And then I was best friends with my brother until my brother left. And I think when he left and moved in with my dad, that really had an impact on me. Um, I know my mom was going through through some really hard times and things really shifted at that moment in our lives together. And my brother, you know, he moved in with my dad. He was 13 and I was, I think I was going on 12 because it was when I was going into seventh grade. And um, I missed him terribly. And as a young girl, you know, losing to me, it was a loss losing my brother. Our relationship has never been the same since. Um, And it was a grieving period for me. And I don't feel like my mom could be there for me because she just had her own stuff going on. And I think that I didn't really like, I don't have any recollection of that time afterwards for like, let's see, seventh, eighth, like three years. And I just mean that I don't remember ever talking about it with my mom. I don't remember how he left. I don't remember him moving out. I don't remember my dad coming back to pick him up. And unfortunately, my mom and or my dad can't really fill those blanks in. My brother might be able to, though. I should call him. But anyway, so through these different shifts and transitions in my life, when people weren't there for me, I had to learn how to be there for myself. And, and as I was pretty limited in my emotional intelligence and how to maneuver people, I wasn't really good at that. You know, I, I became kind of self-loathing and it was uh, not a good, it's not a good look for anybody. And I became the victim and I moved swiftly into that role and I held that role for a very, very, very long time. And now as I am, you know, owning a business and helping other women to find their voice and to find their purpose and to become empowered in their own life, I use those tools myself. So everything that I come up with to teach you about self-love and self-care and and empowerment, those are the same tools that I use. And I use them every day and I have to reach in and grab myself kind of sometimes by the shirt collar and be like, listen, we're not doing that. You know, this is what we're doing and and we're we're going in this direction. And I heard a phrase today and I want to start um I want to start using this phrase to really start to realize the steps to becoming. I'm really liking that word where in order for us to make change, we have to become the change. We have to become what it is we want on the other side. For example, if you want to make more money, then you have to become someone 
who has that amount of money. You know, if you're making 20 grand a year and you want to make 120 grand a year, you have to become a person who has 120 a year. What is your relationship with money? What is your relationship with yourself when it comes to money? What are you what are your views about people who have money and those views are what keep you at 20 grand a month. I'm sorry, 20 grand a year, for example. So when you are wanting to shift and change, you have to become. And this phrase I heard this morning is, I don't want to give too much backstory to, to try to explain it to you because it's not, the, it's not the, the meat of today's podcast, but it's we all have to swim the river. And meaning we're on one bank of the river and we all have to cross it at some day, at some point. And you can stay on one side of the river and live your life on this side of the river, or you can get in and you can fight the current to cross the river and become somebody else because you're going to become a stronger person by going through the river, the current, the strength, the swiftness of the river. You're going to get banged around. You're going to get swept downstream. You're going to have to turn left and go upriver. You're going to have to climb out on the shores. And when you do that, when you cross... You're a different person, and that's me, and that's my story. And though I have I have swum a many river, it is something that I encourage you to do. So whatever it is for you to look deep within yourself and say, what is it that I want? Where am I going? And get across your river and do it as fast as possible. And I'm hoping that my podcast allows you to explore different tools on how to get there. And I have made some bullet points today in trying to get to know yourself in a way that allows you to move swiftly. And one way to do that is to get to know yourself, is to go inward and spend time in there, finding the things that you love, the things that you hate, spending time with understanding what are those words that I use to describe my life. And every time you start a sentence that says something like, I really hate blank, is asking yourself, what's on the other side of that? If I really hate my job, what's on the other side? Because you're on one side of the river with a terrible job. What's across the river? What job do you really want? And then go get wet. Go get in and fight the current. Go get in and swim across to the other job. But you have to ask yourself some questions. But I'm certainly not saying run out and quit your job right now. But I am saying that it's time to take some risks. I feel this this push and this change or something that is that is upon us. And I'm not sure exactly if it's just where I'm at in my own life or if it has to do with 2023 or it has to do with the shift in energy of the earth. I have no idea. But what I do know is change is about to happen. And I don't know what that is. I'm in this, I'm kind of feeling like I want to go inward again. And I want to go into this space to figure things out. And when I go inward, I can I can relate to that inner part of me, that young girl who was hurt when her brother left, the young girl who had some wrong done by some kids in school and had had other adults that that she trusted tell her that she wasn't smart enough and she bought those beliefs. And then she turned and she got in the river and said, "Screw all y'all. It is my life and I am destined for great things. I am destined for great accomplishments. And that's what I want for you. So in order to achieve these great accomplishments, we must look inward. We have to stop going outward and blaming others. 
I spent so many years blaming people and things around me that it's exhausting. And I will blame nobody anymore for my lack of success. So I want to give you a couple of bullets. And one is to listen for the words that you say. Getting to know yourself is to love yourself. And when you love yourself, you will do anything for yourself. And I just mean that you will go find the relationship. You will not tolerate boundaries being crossed. You will not tolerate not being paid what you're worth. You will go and find the thing that makes you happy, the, th- the life that you want to create that is going to make you fall in love with life. Because sometimes that's hard to do. It's hard to fall in love with life when life is banging you around. You can't love life when you're in the middle of the river getting swept all over the place and dragged across the rocks. But when you drag your body up on that shore and you're exhausted and the sun is shining and the grass is green and the abundance is there and the love is there and the friendship and the support and everything that you need is on the other side of that river, will you get in? Will you cross the river? Will you go in over there and start making your life? That's what I'm offering you. I'm offering you with just a few little gifts, a few, one podcast at a time that you can just go inward and change your life. One one tool at a time, one perspective shift at a time until you're ready to take the risk. One of the other things that I, I feel like it's important is to getting to know yourself is to give yourself time. Meaning if I was in a brand new relationship and I loved that relationship, I spend time with that person. So like me and Amy, we know what our love languages are and we make sure that we touch upon those love languages in our relationship, which is why a relationship is so solid, is that we respect each other enough because we love each other enough that we we put ourselves in these positions on purpose to express our love for another, for each other, right? And so we give each other our time and our attention, and our conversation, and our quality time. And we know that, you know, as, as parents and business owners and, you know, full-time job and two young dogs and, and a, busy, a busy household and busy family, that we can get swept up into the chaos of life. And we can get swept up into the complaining of why this didn't happen or why that didn't happen or there's another phone call from the school or we need to fill out this paperwork for Brandon or we got to, oh, we got an expo coming up we got to get ready for and I, we got to do all these tasky things. And sometimes we get lost. But you know, I will tell you there is nothing more painful than getting lost from your own self, getting disconnected from who you really are. So I would suggest that you spend time alone with yourself. Go for a walk journal, talk to yourself. That's what I do. I do it all day long. And and spend some time with you, getting to know you. Because if you were developing any other relationship out in the world, that's what you would do, right? You would go out and you would spend time getting to know yourself. And I think it's really important to be able to recognize that those are the things that that you that you need to do to develop that relationship. So that's one. And I would ask you to write a list. What are some things that you can do to spending time with yourself? Now, if you're tremendously extroverted, like my son Cameron, he is like, dude, no way am I spending any time by myself. Like, I, like he just can't do it, right? He's so social and that to him is a punishment. To me, it is a complete reward. I am not as external as I come across. Um, I'm very internal. I, I go inward all the time, all day. I'm always solving problems, always figuring things out and becoming my own best friend. And it is a reward to me to spend time with myself, getting to know myself in all these different areas of interest for me. 
But if you are highly extroverted, even if you just set the timer 10 minutes and just do something that you love and find those things that you love that are that are deep, deep inside of you, things that you enjoy doing. Okay. Here's another one. Now, if you're an extrovert, you might dislike this one too. Just use a timer. It's okay. Getting into the silence. Get into the silence and ask yourself questions. One of my favorite questions to ask is, what's it going to take? What's it going to take? And then waiting for that internal answer. What's it going to take for me to find the relationship? What's it going to take for me to make the money? What is it going to take for me to heal my body? What is it going to take for me to find the, the most amazing career? And you will find answers. Those answers will come to you. And if you love journaling, that's a really good way to do it. And just keep spinning it. Just keep ask the question and wait for things to come. And as you are in your mental world and you're getting mental answers, and you know that you're getting mental answers because those answers are coming from you versus coming to you, you'll know a difference once you, once you start exploring this way of thinking and being, but keep going, like fill up the entire piece of paper is just keep going. And eventually you will get to the raw deal. You will get to the base foundation of the thing and the answer of what's it's, what it's going to take. So getting in the silence. And again, for you extroverts, set a timer, 10, 20 minutes, start building on that. Once you start building that relationship, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will never, ever feel alone again. Okay. Another thing I'm going to suggest is do what brings you joy simply for the sake that it brings you joy. Now, sometimes that might be hanging out with other people. I'm going to recommend as we are in the space of becoming the real you is getting to know what brings you joy. I know there's a lot of people pleasers out there that whatever brings the other person joy is what brings them joy. I want to encourage you to to what I said for the first one is listening to the words that you say, like, what do you love when you say, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. I really loved that. What was it? What was it? And get to the base of it. Like, what was that thing? I really love that movie. What did you love about it? Oh, the, the woman just going on all these adventures because you want to go on adventures or it was a mystery. Oh, I just love using my mental mind to solve problems because you want to solve problems, Right. I really love that restaurant. What did you love about the restaurant? Was it romantic? Do you love romance? Do you just love the food? Maybe you love to cook, right? There's just these different ways to explore. And it's the same thing for something that you hate, is if you hate that, well, then what do you actually want? It's flip it on its head and ask, what is it that you want on the other side? Doing what brings you joy simply brings you joy. Now, if you're looking at, you're standing on one side of the river and you want to become someone who has the thing that you want, you have to become a different person. And you have to do that by changing the way you think. You have to change the beliefs, which change your actions, which change your emotional state. And with a new emotional state, you now can become a different person. Because like I said, somebody who has 20 grand has a completely different emotional state than someone who makes a million dollars a year. Their emotional state, their beliefs about money, their beliefs about the economy are very, very different from each other. So doing what brings you joy gets you in that momentum. It starts creating this joyful space, this joyful space simply because it feels joyful. Now, I have a ton of different things that I love, and I could literally make a podcast listing all of the things that I just love doing and love exploring. And when I spend that time doing the things I love, 
I show up as a different person because I filled my bucket with joy. And so now I have more joy to share with somebody else. And that's a big deal when you have kids and you're tired and you're busy and you're a business owner and you have a busy household that when my bucket is filled with joy, my relationships get deepened quickly. My relationships go on a deeper level immediately. I have more patience. I'm more kind. I'm more loving. I'm more joyful and playful. And it deepens my relationships all because I did something on my own that brought me joy. It's an amazing transformation. And one of the other things, last thing is gratitude. When we are in this receiving mode and we are receiving the thing that we want, we can move to that space of enjoying it and feeling grateful for the thing that that's coming into our life, whether it's a job, figure out the job, figure out the career. And even if you're vague on the what's the doing part, like what the job actually is, then think about what your day-to-day schedule might be. Are you indoors, outdoors? Are you busy? Are you not busy? Are you working with other people? Are you working by yourself? Are you working on a team? Do you work on projects and then you go back home and you're just kind of done for a couple of weeks until they need you again? Do you work every single day? Do you work Monday through Friday? Do you work short days or long days? Do you work on the weekends? Do you work in, in the morning or in the evening? Do you work with food? Do you work with items? Do you work with your mind? Do you work with your physical body? So all of these questions can help you to hone in on that thing that you want. They can help you to hone in. It's the same with a relationship. I want to find something that I'm in love with. I want to do work that that makes me stand up and get up in the morning. I wanna I wanna do work that changes the world and shifts momentum. I wanna I wanna help women shift their perspective. I want to make a lot of money doing it because in that lot of money, I get to give back to the community. I get to build things and create things and money's not an object. I get to give back to my clients. I get to go on amazing retreats with women that are in really beautiful destinations. Well, I can't do that if I don't have any money. And if I don't have any money, then that becomes a problem and it becomes um, a, a pain point for me. And I don't want it to be a pain point because I don't want my life to be in pain. I want to be able to solve the problem. And sometimes swimming across the river does cause us a little bit of pain. But you know what? It's temporary for the greatness and the greater good of you becoming the person that you want to be. So if you are in pain right now in any way, emotional, physical pain, there is something on the other side for you. And getting to know yourself and deepening your relationship with you is going to help you to become that other person. I promise you it's not going to be easy, especially if you're just starting out. But I will tell you this, there is love and there's much love and much support inward at the inner energy. And if you feel alone, then I would say tap into this energy and become your own best friend. Because as you were your own best friend, you will never be without answers, guidance, and support. And me, my friend, I'm telling you, when I was missing out on those things, my life was really, really challenging. So having that guidance, love, and support was an amazing thing. And then as I deepened my intuition, I would get answers. And having those answers definitely put me on the path because you know what? My my higher self is not wrong. But going over here and asking this lady over here or this person over there, my freaking guidance counselor when I was in 10th grade, he had the wrong answers for me. All he did was harm my belief system about myself. But I've overcome that. It just took me a whole hell of a long time to do it. So I'm standing right here linking arms with you and saying, you know what? I got you. I've got the tools. I've got the I've got the empowerment. And you know what else? I will believe in you until you do. 
If you enjoy this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week, but also you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you.